Hello, this is Tim from Arkham's Kids again, pursuing on the path of Carcosa with William York. Uh, last episode I did upgrade with my 5 XPs with the Time Worn brand, the really big beefy weapon. So uh, we're going to continue on with the scenario two, The Last King. If anyone has answers to the questions that burn into your mind, it's the cast and crew of The King in Yellow. With no other leads to pursue, you put on your best clothes and head to 1452 Atlantic Avenue, where a woman named Constance Dumont is hosting an event in celebration of the play's one-night engagement in Arkham. I've already set it up here and then randomly distributed the five uh, uh, bystander assets. And uh, we have William starting out at the foyer. So what I need to do... Uh, well, let's go with the, the agenda. Fashionably late. As you pull up to the manor, you notice that something is wrong. A trail of blood leads up to the porch steps, and in front of the door is smashed. Muted music comes from within the house. It's warped into coordinate notes painful to your ears. Has the madness of the king in yellow already made its way here? Uh, this, uh, and it actually advances after three doom, so not too long. So, uh, Act 1A, Discovering the Truth. This isn't a party, it's a madhouse, but for some reason the guests are too deluded to notice. Very few of them are sane, and many of themselves whores to your eye. Perhaps you can talk to them and learn more about the King in Yellow. So, forced, when the investigator is eliminated, by defeat or resignation, place each of the investigator's clues on this act, instead of... can't see because the Ultra Pro sticker's in the way... Instead of placing them at his or her location. And the objective is to find as many clues as you can and then get out of this awful place. Okay, let's start and draw some cards for William here. See what my opening hand is. Take the initiative, Enchanted Blade, Graveyard Ghouls, look what I found, and another Enchanted Blade. So let us... Keep just the enchanted one enchanted blade so far. So, got a second wind. Take heart, drawing thin, and on the hunt. I start at the foyer. The entrance hall is lavishly decorated, displaying the wealth of the manor's the manor's owners, while still creating a welcoming atmosphere. Shall I take your coat? The doorman asks as you enter. It takes a moment before you realize the doorman has only bloody stumps where he should have hands. Well, I guess I'm glad I didn't get any fine clothing. Don't want him to dirty it all up. There is a clue on here to Shroud. Uh, there is Resign on here. Having found valuable information about the production, you depart and plan your next move. If each undefeated investigator has resigned, proceed if the no resolution was reached in the campaign guide. Well, that's too early for that, so we're not going to do that just yet. Alright, so first turn, I am going to play Enchanted Blade. That's a given. Second turn, um, well, for the foyer, I got that one clue out there, but I have Jordan Perry in the ballroom. Jordan Perry, I need to have 10 or 4 resources to parlay with him. So I'm in no position to do that at the moment. I mean, I could over time, but it hasn't happened yet. Um... In the courtyard is Constance Dumont, and this one is probably one of the most doable ones, so I can parlay with her to test uh, Knowledge 3 and to ask Constance about the play. Uh, and then Ashley Clark is... I would have to do a double action to listen to her perform. Considering I put the blade in there, it's probably not a good option either. So let's leave the clue there for now. And then let's go with Constance. So I'm going to move over to Constance and see what happens. In the courtyard. Looking out one of the windows, you spy the courtyard in the center of the manor. You find yourself longing for fresh air. It's got five shroud, no clues. After I enter the courtyard, discard the top card of the deck, and if that card is an enemy, I get to draw it. It is Dance of the Yellow King. That is just a revelation, so no worries there. And then my last action... Normally with this deck, I would probably just try to fail some tests early on, but considering I'm on a countdown clock here, I don't know if I should do that right now. 
I could. I mean, I'm not at the most great spot trying to dig up clues with my two intellects. So, all right. So let's do that then. So turn three. Let's just hang out. Turn three, I'll play Drawing Thin, just to get ready for my take card. So that is the end of my turn. Uh, no enemies in play. Gain a resource, I'm at three. I'm gonna draw a card, I drew a cherished keepsake. Start a new round. Put a doom on the fashion we late, and I will draw my mythos. And I drew ancient evils, well, isn't that great? We're just gonna advance that counter. Place another Doom on Fashion Me Late. Does not advance, but... Uh, I hate Ancient Evils, man. Just terrible. That's a terrible card. Alright, first action then. Let me intentionally try to fail here. So I'll try to parlay with uh, Constance here. With uh, my Intellect 2 to her 3. I will make that 2 to 5 by tapping the Drawing Thin. And then playing Take Heart. So I would need to fail. Chances are I'm gonna fail. Just for the first turn. I drew a skull. Reveal another token. If you fail, place one doom on a lunatic enemy. There are none, thankfully, yet. Zero. So I did fail, but no lunatics are out there. I'm gonna get two cards for the take heart. Two resources. First card is Guard Dog. Second card is Resourceful. And then I have a choice. Either two more resources or draw a card. Let's do another card. And I drew, look what I found. Which is not going to be overly helpful for me right now because that's just while investigating. Turn two. I have actually six cars in play. I can leave Constance alone for the moment, move to the dining room for Ishimaru. And she has, if I, as long as I have six cards or more in hand, I can parlay with her with uh, Willpower 2 to question about the play. Yep, let's do that. Two, I will move into the dining room. Dining room. Uh, the rancid smell of rotten food wafts under the dining room floor, and you barely avoid losing your lunch. Too shroud, no clues. The sight of the guests scarfing down the awful feast, mouthful after mouthful, makes your stomach turn. I could spend an action to heal a whore, then reveal a random token in the bag. If it is a skull or failure symbol, their tentacle, uh, is revealed, take one whore and place one doom in the dining room. Yeah, so I don't know why you want to eat there. And then last turn, I have six cards in play. I think I can make this test. Let's just try it out. Right now I'm looking at three to two. Let's see if I can try to parlay with her. Skull, reveal another token. Plus one, I get two. Hooray. Uh, no enemies still, so I'm going to gain a resource. It'll put me back up to six. Untap, drawing thin, draw a card. I do another take the initiative. That will help out. For next turn, to make sure I can get that clue off of Ishimaru. Well, the mythos is going to advance now. So I put my third on there. Ah, if it isn't our final guest, the doorman announces. Miss Divine, your presence here has been long awaited. The woman wears a devilish dress and a similar grin. You swear you've seen the symbol on her amulet before. Well now, the real party can be in, she declares. Then heads off to mingle with the other partygoers. Find the bystander asset with the fewest clues on it. Well, it happened to be Ishimaru. And then shuffle the encounter discard pile back into the deck Diane Divine so she is aloof she's going to be a real big annoyance each investigator at Di Diane Divine's location cannot discover or take control of clues 
force at the beginning of the enemy phase, find a bystander asset with the fewest clues on it, then move Diane Divine to that asset's location if able. So my new agenda now is the terrifying truth. The more and more this place continues to fall into madness, transforming before your very eyes. Forced. When this agenda would be advanced by reaching its doom threshold. Instead, remove all the doom in play and randomly resolve one of the sickening reality cards underneath the scenario reference card. If there are no cards underneath the scenario reference card, advance to agenda 2B instead. In order for the terrifying truth to advance, it's going to need three more doom on it. I still not have drawn my horror or my mythos card yet, so let's go ahead and do that now. And I drew a maniac, so I got lots of enemies, enemies to deal with. Forced. After the maniac engages you, take one damage and deal one damage to the maniac. Probably did not like the food that was sitting in the dining room. So I take one, he takes one. The maniac... Uh, if he does damage to me, it is one. Uh, he has three fighting, four wounds, and one evade. All right, so uh, first thing I'm going to need to do is actually take care of this maniac. So with the maniac, I'm going to pitch a resource with the enchanted blade. I'm going to go up six to three. And if I hit, two wounds. Uh, drew another skull. And I automatically fail. Awesome tentacle. If you fail, place a doom on a lunatic enemy in play. So he gets a doom now on it. Put both of those in the bag. Second turn, chain of blade once again. I have to get rid of this guy. Minus one for two wounds. And last action for the Enchanted Blade. I will not spend the charge, so this will put me at 5 to the 3. Elder Sign. Sweet. I can bring that Take Heart back. The test is successful. Return one card from your discard pile to your hand. I don't get to use the awesome ability he has because there's nothing in my discard. But I do get rid of the Maniac, and more importantly, that one Doom that was on it. Unfortunately, that was just a big time killer with that Maniac, so not much else I can do there. I have eight cards in hand. Enemy phase. Well, Diane Divine is aloof, so she's going to sit out there just try to look cute and be annoying. Gain a resource, draw a card. This puts me at nine now. I'm going to pitch, look what I found, because that's really not going to help me out for investigating any type for this scenario. This will put me at my full max of eight cards. Okay, we're at the beginning of the new round. We are going to add a doom to the terrifying truth. So that's number one. I'm going to draw my mythos. Roach Swarm. Uh, X is the Stroud Valley of the Roach Swarm's location. It makes sense. Again, dining room. So if it hits me, just one damage. However, he's got two fighting based on the dining room. Two wounds. Three evade. Alrighty. So... First turn. We uh, got to take care of the Roach Swarm, I guess. Let's do that with the Enchanted Blade. And then I'll pitch the last counter on the Enchanted Blade. And this will put me at 6 to 2 for 2 wounds. Plus 1. Enough to get rid of the Roach Swarm. There are no assets in my discard pile, so I can't take advantage of that. Turn 2. I am going to call Diane Divine over to me in my threat space, because I'm going to have to take care of her eventually. And then turn three. Let us... Let us put the gap, put out a... Well, I mean, I could do one to Diane Divine with the Enchanted Blade. And eventually just whittle her down. Uh, so, let's just do that, I will go ahead and with the Enchanted Blade. There are no charges on it, so that's okay. Puts me at five, five to two. 
minus one, so it gets a wound. So eventually I'm going to get to her. Enemy phase? Well, Diane Divine doesn't do anything, so we'll just leave it at that. Beginning of... Yeah, so force at the beginning of the enemy phase. It finds with the lowest amount of clues on it, so she's still going to stay there. So it's a good time for me just to get rid of her for the next turn, hopefully. So enemy phase is done. Gain a resource. I'm at eight. I'm going to draw. I drew another take heart. I'm going to discard the teddy bear now because I can actually get that teddy bear back later. And put me at eight. We go to two doom on the terrifying truth. I'm going to draw my mythos. Ugh, ancient evils. So we're going to advance and hopefully it's not going to be Ishimura Haruko. So I'm going to randomly resolve one of the sickening reality cards. Remove all the doom. A nearby guest asks Haruko if she has designed the dress she is wearing. She nods and poses for him. As part of her effort to appear taller, her spine grows and extends upward, separating her torso from the bottom half of her body. Instead of crying out in pain, she smiles at the attention she receives. Each investigator at Ishimaro's Haruko's location takes a horror. Oh, that's fantastic. Woo! Move each clue from Ishimaro Haruko to her location. Just one on her. Then flip this card to its enemy side and switch the bystander asset version of Ishimaru Haruko, removing that version from the game. Alright, goodbye costume designer, and hello, just skin and bones. Who's going to be engaged with me? Alright, so she is a hunter. Uh, when she does damage, it's one, one damage and one horror. Hunter, six biting, four wounds, three evade. Forced, after you deal damage to Ishimaru by an effect other than an attack, draw the top card in the encounter deck. Doesn't this dress look gorgeous on me? Mm, mm, mm. No, no, it does not. All right, I really need a weapon now, because now I'm out of charges with the Enchanted Blade. So... Let's just try... Well, she's at a six. That's just awesome. Uh, first turn, I'll pitch take the initiative. It's going to give me three wild pips. With my enchanted blade, it's going to put me up. Keep a six. Let's try to hit her. Zero. She gets a wound. Second action... I will pitch the other take initiative. And that will be just two wild tips this time. That'll put me up five, six, seven, seven to six. Zero. She gets another wound. Alright, so at least I'm spreading the love around a little bit here. Then third action. Let's try to put another wound on Diane Devine before she jumps ship and moves somewhere else. Two to five. Elder Thing X. X is the Shroud of Valley of the location, which is a two. So I'm fine with that. She's going to get a wound. We're at the enemy face. So at the beginning of the enemy face, I'm going to move Diane Devine somewhere else. So... Let us put her at, well, let's do with Ashley Clark. I don't like the double action bit, so we'll have her move there for now. And then Ishimaru will deal one and one to me, so it'll put me at two wounds and two horror. I will draw a card and get a resource. And my card is Lucky. Okay, put... The first doom on the terrifying truth again. Draw my mythos. Corrosion. Discard item assets from play and or from your hand with a total printed resource cost of X, where X is the shroud value of your location. If no cards are discarded by this effect, corrosion gains surge. So, gotta get rid of two. From either the hand or in play. 
Could get rid of the guard dog because that would satisfy the condition. So let us do that. I'll get rid of that then. Instead of the chain of lakes, I definitely still need that, even if it's still its plus one ability. All right, corrosion is gone. First turn. Right now I'm looking at, I'm at a disadvantage, six to five. Well, considering that I have no, you know, problem with uh, enemies right now. Let me pitch the on the hunt. And that'll put me up six to six. So hopefully with the lucky, I can uh, try to pass this. Eller sign, sweet. Plus two, this successful return one card from your discard pile to your hand. Uh, it is successful, so she's gonna have three on her. Then, what one card am I gonna put from my discard pile to the hand? Uh, I need to take the initiative. Second turn, I'm going to play Take the Initiative on my second turn. So it's only worth two wild pips, so it's two more fighting for me. Three and four is seven, seven, six. Again, I have Lucky in play. Zero. It's enough to get rid of her. It's so sad, with all that beatdown, she's worth zero victory points. That is just all sorts of sadness. However, I did defeat her, so I can play an asset from my discard pile. Put it into play. Paying its cost. I could put the cherished keepsake or the guard dog. I have the cash. I should do the guard dog. I'm all right in the wound front at the moment, or for the whore front for the cherished keepsake. So I'll spend the three. I got a dog. And I got one more action left. Let's try to dig for that clue. Because uh, it's two to two. I have a fighting chance here. But you know what, though? I am going to play Take Heart just in case. It doesn't. Don't worry about the drawing thin. If I get it, great. If I don't, that's okay, too. Two to two. Minus one. I did fail. I get to draw two cards and gain two resources, though. Cherish Keepsake and Act of Desperation. And that'll be it for my third turn. Enemies! Uh, well, Diane Divine at the beginning of the play, so she, she likes where she's at, so she'll stay there. And I'm going to gain a resource. This will put me up at the nine, and I'm going to draw a card. Draw another resourceful. So I got four, five, six, seven cards in hand. Doom on Terrifying Truth. There's now two on there. I'm going to draw my Mythos card. Fine Dining. That still makes sense because I'm in the dining room. Peril. I must either place one of my clues on the Bystander asset in play or take one whore and one damage. Alrighty. So I do have a clue on me. Just one. I could put it on another Bystander. Or I could just take the one and one. Uh, I really hate giving up clues. So let's put it on, I really don't like taking damage too because these guys are going to get a lot more crazier. Let's put it on, we'll put it on Sebastian Moreau, put it there. Alright, first turn, still got that one clue I still got to deal with with the dining room, so... Let's play, again, the Take Heart. If I get it, great. If not, that's all right, too. Two to two. Plus one. I do get it. Turn two. I am going to... Hmm. 
I'll move to the ballroom of Jordan Perry. A distorted music grows louder as you approach the ballroom. Inside, many of the guests are dancing, eating, and enjoying themselves. Narrow yellow eyes watch the dancers hungrily from the darkness outside. When you try to warn the other guests, they smile politely, comment about the wild animal sightings around Arkham, and just go back to dancing. Four shrouds, zero clues on it. As a react, after you perform a parlay action in the ballroom, gain two resources. Limit once per phase. So, alrighty, turn three. I can't do anything with Jordan Perry because I don't have ten resources yet. I'm at nine. Turn three, let us put out the church keepsake. Enemy phase. The beginning of the enemy phase for Diane Divine. Find the bystander asset with the fewest clues on it, and then move to that SS location of Abel. I'm going to move her this time to Sebastian. I'm going to gain a resource. This will put me at the 10 resource mark for Jordan. And I drew a flashlight. Terrifying truth is going to advance, and I get to draw another sickening reality card. This happens to be Sebastian. Sebastian's passionate debate with another guest turns ugly. His temper transforms not just his demeanor, but his body as well. Thick fur sprouts from his skin, along with several bulbous growths that leak pus and blood. His suit tears as his body distorts, bones snapping, and muscles bulging. He is as much as beast as he is man. Each investigator at Sebastian's location takes a whore. Uh, I get to move three clues from it to the gap. Sebastian comes out, and he is, when he attacks, it's two and two. Three fighting, five wounds, three evade. Hunter retaliates. Sebastian Moro's attacks cannot be canceled. Ugh. Uh, I do not like Sebastian at all. He's one of the tougher, one of the tougher ones to deal with. Still got to draw my Mythos card. Marked by the Sun. Test Willpower 2. If you fail, take 2 Horror. The Man in a Pallid Mask is in play. Four dealt by this effect is considered Direct Horror, and it has plus 2 difficulty. Well, Mask is not out. So I'm looking at 3 to 2. Zero. I am okay with that. Top of the round. I got Jordan Perry to deal with, so let's handle that. I am going to play Resourceful. And that'll put me up three to two. Skull. Draw again. Elder Sign. Oh, not Elder Sign. Elder Thing. Uh, this is minus four. Oh, man. That... It's a terrible pull. It's a terrible pull. All right, so minus four, three to two. I fail, so I'm at zero to two. Can't go below zero. So I will pitch the one resource, use the lucky. That way I don't have to add any more doom. And this will put me at two to two. So I will pass. And put one on there. Second turn. Well, now I don't have the resources. However, after I perform a parlay action in the ballroom, gain two resources. Limit once per face. So I am back up. All right. And also, with the resource full, I can pull another red card that's not resourceful out. So I will pull out uh, I'm gonna pull out the uh look what I found now because I can actually help out with the, the investigate. So second turn. Let's try to get the, the last one out there. I'll pitch the look what I found and parlay with Jordan Perry one more time. So put me at four to two. I'm gonna make it five to two with another resourceful. So I got three cards in here now. 
plus one. That's enough to do it. So when the last clue is removed from Jordan Perry, flip it over. Mr. Perry is indifferent to your questions at first, but he grows more talkative as you express interest in his many investments. You learn that he has financed several productions of The King in Yellow in the past, not just tonight's performance. It was the director, Mr. Ingram, who convinced me to invest, he explains. The first time I met him was in Paris, at a cafe at Montparnasse. I'm terrible with French. What was the name? He ruminates for some time, trying to remember. Anyway, he convinced me that not every investment is about capital to gain. One well, might consider me a fool to believe him, but I don't regret my decision. I've been financing his productions ever since. He smiles and pauses for some time, lost in memory. Lagnau Purdue. That was the place. Yes, yes. What a night. Remember that I've interviewed Jordan, flipped his card back over to its bystander flip side, or asset side. I got one action left uh, after I just played the other resourceful. So I will pull out... Uh, let's do the... Lucky. I'll pull Lucky back to my hand now. I got one action left, and that is going to... Let's... I mean, I could play the flashlight. Which, that's what I'll do. I still got to keep some distance away from Sebastian. So I'll play the flashlight. It's my third action. Enemy phase. Uh, at the beginning of the enemy phase, Diane Divine moves. Uh, finds a bystander I said with the fewest amount of clues on it. And that is going to be Jordan Perry, because Jordan Perry doesn't have any clues on it at all. Well, fewest amount of clues. If it doesn't have any, it's going to have to go one or the other. So it's going to be either Ashley Clark or Constance Dumont. So we'll put it Ashley. Sebastian is a hunter. It's going to move closer to me. So it's going to head to the courtyard. Enemy face is done. Gain a resource. Draw a card. Do another drawing thin. Man, I really wish I could draw another weapon. I still have three in my deck. Alrighty. So, new round. First Doom goes on to Terrifying Truth. Draw Fine Dining. I must either place one of the clues on a bystander asset in play or take one horror and a damage. This time, I'm going to take a horror and a damage because I'm not giving up my clues unless I have to now. So, I will put one on the Cherish Keepsake and then I will take the damage put me at three all right so sebastian is hanging out the courtyard i just finished with jordan perry i am going to i'm gonna play second wind now's a good time to play this one play as only your first action heal one damage two damage instead if you drew a treachery this round which I did, because it was the fine dining. So I'm going to heal two. And then I get to draw a card. And I'm hoping I'll get a weapon. And I drew Vicious Blow instead. That's alright. Turn two. I'm going to head to the foyer. And turn three. I am going to... Try to dig that clue up that's sitting out there. And I will spend a tick on the flashlight. I know I'm going to have to deal with Sebastian soon. This will put me at zero two. And I got a zero, so I got four clues on me. And that will end. My turn. Enemy phase. Sebastian's now going to become engaged with, him, with me and hit me for two and two. I will put two on the guard dog. I will put one on the teddy bear. And I will take the one whore that's left over. The teddy bear goes away. Guard dog retaliates back and deals one damage to Dr. or Sebastian Moreau. Uh, that's it for enemies. Well... Diane Devine's going to move over, so we'll just have him flip-flop. We'll go to Constance Dumont this time. 
European resource. So I'll go back to 10. I'll draw. I drew another lucky. So I got both luckies in my hand. We're at two for the terrifying truth. Draw my mythos card. Tough crowd. Put a play next to the agenda deck. Each investigator must suspect one additional action to parlay. At the end of the round, discard tough crowd. I'll just put that up there for reference. And then is the top of the round. All right. So for me, I got Sebastian Monroe to take care of. So I am going to play Act of Desperation. I am going to throw out my flashlight for two. It deals plus one damage for this attack, where X is the chosen printed resource cost. If I succeed, I'll gain two resources back. So this will put me at two, six, and I'll do a vicious blow with that. Seven. Seven to three. For three wounds. So the act of desperation is vicious blow. Skull. Reveal another one. Elder sign. Sweet. So three wounds goes on Sebastian. And I'm going to return one card from the discard pile to my hand. And that is going to be a resourceful. Turn two. I only got to do one more wound on him. All right, so I'll use my enchanting blade. So right now I'm looking at five to three. Plus one. That will take care of Sebastian Moreau. I defeated him, and I can play an asset from my discard pile. And that will probably be the teddy bear. It could be the flashlight, too. Yeah, no, let's just do the teddy bear. Teddy bear's good. Good for that horror soak, just in case. I got one action left, so I am going to move to see Ashley Clark. We're at the enemy phase. Find a bystander asset with a few amount of clues. Move that to that location if able, which I will. She doesn't engage, engage with me because, again, she's aloof. I'm going to go to 11 resources. I am going to draw a card. I drew the man in the pallid mask. And he's going to go into the dining room. That's the farthest location away. Okay, so Terrifying Truth is going to advance again. I get to draw another sickening reality card. There's three left. I've got Jordan Perry, which I just finished out a couple turns back. Constance and Ashley. This happens to be Constance. Constance laughs as the skin begins to sloth off her body. Blood trickles from her shedding skin, leaving a trail of crimson on the carpet where she walks. One might expect her to cease functioning with her ribs and organs exposed, but she barely seems to notice. I am not at her location, so I'm not going to take the whore. However, both of her clues are going to sit on the courtyard now. And then bystander card disappears and she happens to pop out to be a 461 hunter and while she's exhausted she gets plus three fight and she does damage to wounds and the living room I forgot to flip that over so how many fireplaces does this place have three shrouds zero clues after I perform a parlay action in the living room draw a card Alrighty, and I gotta draw my mythos. My mythos card happens to be ooze and filth. Put in a play next to the agenda. Each location has plus one shroud. Alright, first turn, I am gonna call Diane Devine over because I'm tired of messing around with her, wrecking my flow. Turn two, I am going to hit her with my enchanted blade. Yeah, five to two. That's a fail. Turn three. Again, five to two. Plus one. We'll take care of her. So now, 
Done with that enemy phase. Constance is going to move on over and hit me for two. I'm going to put one on the guard dog. It's going to do one back, and I'll take the one damage. Guard dog is discarded. So there's one wound on Constance. She is a lot. A lot of wounds. A ton of wounds. We're done with the enemy phase. So gain a resource. I'll be at six. I'll be at 12. I drew track shoes. New round. First doom goes on the terrifying truth. Draw corrosion. Uh, I got to discard items of play where X is the shop value in my location, which happens to be a three. I just drew my track shoes, but I think I can get my track shoes back later, so let's pitch that. Again, I don't want to get rid of my enchanted blade. Even if it's just a plus one, it's still a plus one. Okay, first turn, I am going to evade Constance. Because I don't have additional damage, and that's just going to be a lot of wasted turns. So let's do that. Evade, 3 to 1. That's minus 3, because I drew the other thing. And that would be a fail by 1. I'm going to spend the 1 with the lucky and make a success anyways. Constance detach from me and tap in the living room. Turn 2, I will move to the gallery. Which I have not been there yet. And the gallery. A sound of conversation and warped music becomes muffled as you approach the lonely section of the manor. Leading to the door of the gallery, a long hall adorned with many expensive paintings, including the one Miss Dumont herself. Forrest, after I end my turn at the gallery, test head two. If I fail, place one of my clues on the gallery. Somehow, the guests in the gallery are still interested in the art display, even though someone has vandalized all the paintings and statues. But there's still a mess of clues on this. There's three of them, so I'm hoping that I can just pass my uh, willpower test and then still prevail. So I got an action left. I will spend a resourceful just to make... Well, yeah, just to make sure. This will put me at three to one. Minus two. I passed. It gets me a clue. I have five. And I can go digging for a red card. And then that would be a red card. I am going to grab, look what I found. Because there's still a mess in there. So next turn I can just grab them all. So at the end of my turn, I have to test willpower two to my three. Zero, I'm good. I'll gain a resource. That'll put me back up to 12. I will draw a card. I drew a vicious blow. Ah, oh, I forgot the enemy phase. Enemy phase, Constance will untap. Well, Constance won't do anything. So at the end of the round, when I get my resource and get the card, Constance will untap and be in the living room ready to go. I'm starting to like seeing how this deck really works out then. So I still have a drawing thin in my hand. I'm going to play that. Okay, first turn. Second turn, well, even before I do any of that, I get so excited because I see the combos. I got to do the Mythos phase. All right, second. That goes on the Terrifying Truth. I draw a young psychopath. I guess I'm not going to do what I wanted to do. Ugh. All right, she has two fighting, two wounds, three evade. She does one and one. Forced after a young psychopathic age, I must either take a whore or she gets plus three fight. Well, nuts to that. Teddy Bear comes in for the rescue, and you're going to take the one whore for me. All right. Well, what I wanted to do is play the other drawing thin, tap both drawing thins, try to search for the galley, fail, and then play look what I found and get some cards. But that's not going to happen. So let's just do turn one. Young Psychopath. Five to two with my chain of blade with no additional wounds. But I will spend the Vicious Blow. I'll make it two wounds if I pass. So, six to two. The zero, and I'll take care of the young psychopath. Then, after I defeat any play, put an asset into play from a discard pile. Playing. All right, so I do have a couple choices. I will play track shoes this time. I will pay the three for it. 
And track shoes gives me plus one evade after I move before the enemies. Uh, before the enemies and my loot and kitchen engage you, I can exhaust. And then if I succeed, move to a connecting location. If I pass, then evade three. All right. Turn two, I'll play drawing thin. Turn three, I will tap both drawing thins and investigate. So it's going to crank it up five to two. Now I can pull this off. Um, five to two minus X. X is the Schrod value of the location. Uh, when you know it, I would pass that. <laughs> it's only a minus one. So, no, no, I did fail it. No, that's good. I was thinking the other way around. Yeah, I did. I did fail that because I was I was in the hole. So now I get to play. Look what I found. So I'll play that after I fail. Get two clues at my location. I get seven clues. And I'm going to draw two cards for that, for the both drawing thins. I drew the other enchanted blade and an act of desperation. I got one turn left. I am going to play the enchanted blade to be ready. So I got two enchanted blades in my hand. At least one's fully charged. Enemy phase. Constance is going to come up. And she's going to wreck shop. She's going to hit me for two. I will take that two and like it. It'll put me at four wounds. Enemy phase is done. Uh, I will gain a resource. This will put me at five. Untap both of my drawing thins and draw a card. And I do paranoia, so that'll wipe out my five resources. Easy come, easy go. Well, new round. Another baddie's gonna come out. See who it is this time. Happens to be Ashley. Encore, encore. The crowd shouts as Ashley finished her final song of the night. Deciding to stay for one last number, she nods to the penis. The song that follows is excruciating. Her once beautiful voice is now a wailing screech with an unnatural pitch. Her skin has tightened hideously around her bones. And insects begin to eat away out of her arms and shoulders, crawling all over her body. The crowd is loving this final performance. Uh, if I'm in the same location as Ashley Clark, which I am not, take a whore. Uh, both of those clues that are on her is going to go to the living room now. And remove the bystander Ashley Clark away. And then we're going to put out the monstrous one. Songs die unheard. Uh, two fighting, five wounds, four evade, hunter. Each investigator at Ashley Clark's location does not draw cards during the upkeep phase. So we only got one sickening reality card left, and that's going to be Mr. Jordan Perry. And I still got to draw my Mythos card, and it happens to be marked by the sign. Peril, test two. Well, that's going to be four, because the man in the pile of the mask can play. If I fail, take two horror. Uh, so test is four to my three. Oh, I failed immensely. <laughs> Tentacle. Uh, if you fail, take two horror. All right, so I still have the teddy bear. One's got... Uh, teddy bear's going to take one, and then I'll take the one. All right, so I got Constance to deal with, so I will play Act of De Desperation and Fighter and pitch the Chanted Blade that doesn't have anything. And it's going to get plus three to the attack, so I'm at seven of four for an additional wound. And get three resources if I'm successful. Minus one, so she's going to take two, putting her at three. I'm going to gain three resources for that. Turn two, I am going to spend one from the Enchanted Blade. This, is, this time it's going to be uh, 6 to 4. Minus 1 for 2 wounds. I'll put her at 5. Now I'm not going to spend the enchanted blade. I'm just going to be down 1. I still got a lucky in hand and I can actually pay for it. Minus 1. So 5 to 4. Minus 1, 4 to 4 is enough to get rid of her. 
just smoking through these guys. And after I defeated her, I can play an asset from my discard pile, paying its cost. And I have three, so I can put out... Oh, I'm really worried because I got Ashley Clark. She does uh, damage with uh, just horror, so I am going to put out the teddy bear and just pay that just fine. So one was the act of desperation and then two swipes with the enchanted blade. That is it for my turn. Ashley Clark is going to move up, engage with me, and then hit me with horror. Goodbye, teddy bear. I can't draw any cards during the upkeep phase. So I still got the one card in my hand. It's the lucky. So, I'll gain the one resource and not draw a card. I'm going to put, well, that would be the end of the round. First Doom on Terrifying Truth. I'm going to draw Pale Mask Beckons. Omen Pack Revelation. If the man in the pallet mask is in play, he attacks each investigator in player order, regardless of the current location. If it's not in play, search desk... Uh, Alright, so it's just going to attack me for one whore. It's going to put me at five. Aye. Getting kind of close. Alright, so i got to take care of Ashley Clark here. So in order for me to do that... Oh, I guess at the end of the phase. I didn't do that last round. Let me just do that now, just to be sure. Head two to my three. Uh, minus one, I'm okay with that. So I completely forgot that last round. All right, so Ashley Clark is in my face. So I will spend one for the Enchanted Blade with the charge. Six to two. Successful two wounds. Minus one. There's the first two. Second turn. Last uh, charge on the blade. Zero. The other two. And then finally... Just one for the attack, and this will be uh, five to two. Elder sign. Nice. So, Ashley Clark's going to go away. Test is successful, so I am going to dig a card from my discard pile and put it into my hand. And that will be... Oh, well, there are choices for this. I'd rather do it for something that I cannot normally get. I'll do the Vicious Blow. I'll keep that just in case Jordan Perry decides to come up there and clobber me. And then, for the, after I defeated her, playing asset for my discard pile, paying for its cost, I am going to... Bring out the other Enchanted Blade. Just again, just in case. Gain a resource. Draw a card, because enemies are not moving anywhere. Oh, well. Ah, drew my Time Worn Brand. That's just awesome. Daylight Dollar Short. Ugh. Ah, so be it. Second dude goes on to Terrifying Truth. I draw... Ooth and Fills, so each location gets plus one Shroud for this turn. I am going to need to take care of the man in the Pallet Mask. At least try to get some advantages on that. But let's go first turn, move to the... Living Room. And turn two. There's a couple clues on there, but not going to help me out there because I'm not at a great advantage of grabbing those clues. This puts me at seven. I need to at least grab one, but I need to take care of the man in the pallet mask too. Well, turn two. Let's try to do it. Push me a two to three. Zero. I fail. 
good. I'll make that a success by pitching the lucky to grab that clue, clue so it'll give me eight clues. I got one action left. Uh, I will just move. I don't want to go through the courtyard. I will just move to the foyer just to see what happens because I'm at a good spot. I got eight clues. That's really, really good. We'll finish my turn out there. Enemy phase, nothing happens. I'll gain a resource. I'll draw a card. I drew my graveyard ghouls. So this might be a good time just to uh, retire. I mean, it's not too bad. I mean, I just got rid of four enemies. And I and talked at least Jordan Perry. So it's not too bad. All right. Well, there's only one sickening reality card. It's Jordan Perry. Mr. Perry takes another puff from his cigar. His eyes turn to a deep red hue. and he exhales, his skin begins to crack and harden into stone. His cigar smokes, excludes from his fissures of his skin, and the temperature in the room rises dramatically. He clenches his hand around the armchair rest, which crumbles into ash in his awful grasp. Each investigator at Jordan Perry's location takes a whore, and then there are no clues on him, but... He is a big baddie. Two fighting, eight wounds, two evade hunter. At the beginning of the enemy phase, he'll win damage from Jordan Perry. And he hits you for one and one. Okay. Uh, my Mythos card is a Roach Swarm. Yeah, it's a good time to, to uh, bail out now. Let's do that. So, I'm going to resign. Having found valuable information about the production, you depart and plan your next move. If no resolution was reached and at least one investigator resigned, well, it's just me, I'm going to go to resolution number one. The brisk autumn air embraces you as you exit the manor. There is no doubt in your mind that the cast and crew of the King in Yellow have become affected by madness. Perhaps it is getting to you as well. You feel an encroaching darkness, a presence in your mind, not like, unlike the gaze of the stranger. Startled, you peer about the front yard for the first time since escaping the manor. The scene is different. Front doors are not smashed as they were when you first approached. The trail of blood you had noticed on the porch had been wiped clean, and instead of the disturbingly warped music you heard upon entering, smoothing tones of slow jazz drift out in the courtyard. So, in the campaign log, VIPs interviewed. I'm just the one, just Jordan Perry. And then, uh, under a VIP slain, record each name of the unique lunatic enemy in the victory display. I've slain five out of the uh, four out of the five. Yeah, so Ashley Clark, Constance Dumont, Monroe, and Haruko have all been slain. Each investigator earns experience equal to the victory points in the victory display, which are there zero. And for every two clues that were on the act deck when the game ended, choose an investigator to earn one additional uh, XP. So for this one, I got four. So I had eight clues on me at the time when I bolted. So that'll give me four. And then I'm going to proceed on to Lunacy's Reward. I must choose one of the following. Things that have seemed to calm down. Perhaps we should go back inside and investigate. Or I don't trust this place one bit. Let's block the door and get the hell out of here. Or if these people are allowed to live, these horrors will only repeat themselves. We have to put an end to this. We have to kill them. Well, I did a pretty bang-up job killing them. So four out of the five. So I only had Jordan Perry to deal with. So... Hmm. If I was William seeing that, I don't trust this place one bit. Let's block the door and get the hell out of here. I probably would pick this one because considering I went out there, when I first got there, there was blood all over the place. And then when I left, you just hear jazz playing. So I don't know if it's coming through my mind or it's part of the play or essence one or the other. Uh, I don't think going through it and then burning the place down is going to cause... You know, him. I don't think I think that's a really crazy reaction, at least for this case, considering as much. So I'm going to choose the second re, uh, the second reward. I don't trust this place one bit. Let's block the door and get the hell out of here. You can't trust your senses. This is all a trick, an attempt to lure you back inside. You're no safer now than you were before. Swallowing your fears, you set to work barricading the front door of the manor using several of the heavy stone benches lining the cobblestone path in the front yard. You hope it's enough, but you aren't willing to stick around to find out. As soon as you're done, you head back to your vehicle and drive towards Southside, where you hope to find answers. Uh, that door isn't going to stop them. In your campaign log, record that you fled the dinner party. 
then remove all the cultists, tablets, and elder thing tokens from the bag, and then I'm going to add two tablets to the chaos bag. And then the story continues to scenario three, Echoes of the Past. So that's where we'll end it there. I have four XPs to deal with. I'll see what it's set in Arkham DB to upgrade next. And I will join you at Echoes of the Past in the next go-around. If you like what you hear, you can contact me at arkhamskids at gmail.com. Till then, I will talk to you later.